Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And we're the Leftovers. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I did not agree to that. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mark. How about we talk about perception today? All right. You ever stop and wondered, hmm, depth perception, people perception? You ever sit around and wondered about perception? Wondering about everybody else's perception of myself. And that That's a good one. The wondering, world around me. Wondering what other people are perceiving as well. That's a good one. I, I was thinking about perception whenever we started to uh, talk about this, you know, eight weeks ago. What other people would perceive <laughs> our podcast well, like? Just something like that perception you have of colors right so if you see green you would perceive that other people see the same color right for the most part yeah you would perceive but i mean it. there's colorblind people hello like yourself <laughs> so i wonder when i these greens grays browns that give me problems what other people actually see so when i see gray because it's kind of like a dog um, I just see, you know, like if I see the color gray, I'm wondering in my mind instantly, do other people see green, brown, who, who knows? So I'm perceiving gray, but I'm wondering what other people are perceiving that color to be. So there's a house, um, on my way home and they've just repainted it. And so someone asked me, Hey, what about that house? Do you like that house? And so my perception that house is green it's not <laughs> well, it also could be your perception that it looks good while other people might think it's looks ugly the house the color or even the layout or the way it looks whenever i think about my color uh issues we'll call them i think that is something that I don't have control of. It's just what it is. It is what it is. But as far as how something looks, you know, if it's the right shape, angle, layout, that's not, I mean, that's all subjective. That's all perception, if you will. How I perceive versus how you perceive, you know. Because I can see something all completely different than you. Yes. Which we do quite a bit. Quite a bit. So, perception. You know what perception is, Chris? I looked it up. I can Give me the definition. I can I can be honest. <laughs> this is something I looked up. The ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through your senses. There you go. Did that tell you anything? The ability to see, that's the first one we were talking about. Seeing and how I perceive colors versus apparently how you perceive colors may be different. Probably is on the rest of these as well. But uh, when we think about perception of color, that's perception of how I see something versus how you see something. Uh, and just so happen I come up with color blindness or color alterations or color ever what they're calling it today. I've always I, just been taught it's color blindness. Color, it's it's probably not PC to say that nowadays. I don't care about PC, <laughs> but that's a whole I, other. I perceive that you do care about what people think PC wise. I think you really do. We'll get to that.
I mean, we can talk about it now <laughs> if you want. We're on percent. I perceive that. We'll just leave it. We'll leave it right there for the minute. Uh, right. Okay. So perception, how we see things first and foremost. Uh, seeing, you know, I talked to a man years ago, and I'll have to um, watch how I say this <laughs> seriously. But he was he perceived to see a a hillside, if you will. Okay, that hillside was not actually there. He walked right into it. And so he perceived a hill, mount, you know, rocks and grass and things that you would see on a hillside. Yet, walked right through it. So his perception, reality. his perception, it was right. He saw a hill, but when he got to it, it was not a hill at all. So our perception of things can be altered on the spot. It don't have to be altered over time. It can be altered mm, right there. Well, it, it can be altered, but I, I think in that situation, though, it's that's more of an example of perception versus reality, how we see things. Because we can see things eight different ways, but it doesn't mean anything if it's not what it actually is. Because he could see a hillside. Mm-hmm. He did. But... When he tried to walk up it, mm-hmm. he walked through it. Walked in it. Yeah. Walked in it. Mm-hmm. So there, there goes the perception versus reality. Mm-hmm. The reality of the situation is, it was not there, even though he could see it. Yes, your eyes. You know what we're talking about. We're talking your about perception the eyes. to but see. At the, but mm-hmm. at the same time, though, it's also uh, like witnessing a crime or something. Mm-hmm. I see things from my vantage point. Your Yes. Where I'm at, where I'm standing, mm-hmm. I can perceive something happening one way, mm-hmm. and then somebody that's on the exact opposite side of the street yep. can be perceiving it a different way. And and will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why they want a lot of witnesses. <laughs> Let's get as many, uh, as many angles people. as we can. Uh, so, perceiving things. Do you ever, do you ever consider... Or have you considered? I know you said you have a brother and a sister and yourself. Did you ever perceive your parents to be a certain way? And then when you got older, maybe even when you had children, you perceived them a whole other way. So let's say eight-year-old Chris is perceiving my mom, your, your own mom, not my mom, perceiving your mom a certain way. Uh, maybe you thought she made homemade cookies and you come to find out later they're not homemade. That's generic as everything, but you see what I'm saying? You it's get like older. It's episode where Phoebe thinks that mm-hmm. her mom was yep. making uh, scratch or cookies. It was a family recipe, but yep. it ends up it's just on the back of the chocolate chip. I remember that. I like that episode. She perceived it as her mom's special recipe. Yes. But it was just the regular recipe that was on the back of on the, the back of the box. <laughs> so, do you perceive your parents one way? And I guess I guess everybody does when you think about it, because eight year old Chris versus eighteen year old Chris, two different people. 
Your perceptions have changed. Well, I mean, I could even go from when I was in high school to after I had graduated and I got in the real world, perceiving that my parents wanted me to be a lot like my brother because they're telling me I need to do a lot of things like what my brother was doing. But that's but, all they had to go off of. Yeah. Not only that, but I mean, it's, they just wanted the best for me and it mm-hmm. took, it only took me 10 years to figure that out. <laughs> I think that's a common issue though, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, when, when you're I a was, teenager, you perceive the world oh out goodness. to get you. Let's don't even talk about teenage years. Not only did I, do I look, look at mine and think, wow. But I look at my kids now and think, wow. <laughs> Just let them grow up. Let them get a little older. <laughs> it's like every, every generation is going to perceive that the generation after them sure. had it so yeah. much worse. It's That's how it works. Perceiving our parents a certain way. And all children are guilty of this. It's not wrong to do. You have to do that. Um, when you perceive... Your mother, your father, maybe you're raised by aunt or uncle, grandmother, grandfather, that you have to perceive them a certain way. And then when you become their age, like if you remember your um, guardian when they were 27, 28, 29, that was an impressionable years for you. And so when you become roughly 27, 28, 29, a lot of your traits that you saw them do you're going to be doing because you perceive them at that point to be good, to be a guardian, if you will. And when you get that age, that's kind of what you're going to be doing. It's not going to be exact. Um, It's like your child has a perception of you as this big person that knows everything. You're the one who's, I I wish you're basically their world (laughs) when they're little, when they're little, when they're little, that's what I'm going on. Oh yes. It's like my little one. Yes. They think, you know, everything. And then when they finally start growing up and learning that, you know, mommy and daddy (laughs) don't know a whole lot. And that's a, that's a thing. It really, it really is a thing that when your kids get to the point to realize my mom and dad are just humans. They're not superheroes. They're just humans trying to learn how to raise me. Hopefully, at that time in your life, you, you're you're really understanding and glad that they got you as far as they did. Well, Hopefully. It's, it's like when you... When you... When everybody... I'll when put myself... Everybody. Like when I met my, I guess... I won't call him an idol. Who's your idol? Gary Lawler? No. Hulk Hogan? We'll go off this. Like, uh, <laughs> my uncle was a coach for mm-hmm. the Minnesota Twins. Right. One of the players was somebody that I was like, I want to be like them. I want to be like them. And then I met him in real life and realized that they're not as cool. So your perception of him they're, early they're on. Hero, not their, that's what I was going to go with. Hero. Do you want to be like that guy? Yeah. Your perception was, I want to be like that guy. But real real life said, no. Right? Well, I mean, it just, after meeting him in real life, it, it's like they say, never meet your hero. Mm-hmm. Because you ha- you put these people on this pedestal. Yeah. And true. then when you actually meet them and realize they're just as human. And so it, it brings just got it more down money. a few pegs. Just got more money. 
Yeah. <laughs> Can I have some of it? Please. <laughs> Perception. That's what we're talking about. Perception. I did a little more research. Um, that is, what are the factors that influence our perception? What are the factors that influence our perceptions? One, attitude. So, if you witnessed a crime at a store, you were at the Circle K getting a drink, and you witnessed a crime in the parking lot, Okay, so when you walked into the Circle K, you were ill. Rough day at work. Uh, wife yelled at you. Kids are screaming. Uh, electric bill. Electric bill. Do. And money's short. Boy, you're ill. This is an ill time. You go into the Circle K. You get you a slushy, whatever they have. And you witness a crime in in the parking lot out there, so you're ill. You're in you're in an upset mood. Your perception of that crime is going to be a little different. Maybe you could care less. I don't I don't care that that lady's getting money stolen out of her purse because I'm ill, and maybe I want the money for my electric bill. I don't know. So your attitude, you're like, I'm not, I don't care about anybody else's situation. If they're stealing, let them steal, whatever. I don't care. Because your attitude is influencing your perception of a crime taking place versus you being in a great mood. You just got a raise at your job. You just walked into the Circle K. Your wife just sung praises to you out in the parking lot. Your kids are smiling or maybe asleep, and you're you're That's just you're, you're just in a wonderful mood, and you witness a crime taking place. Now, you might act a little differently toward that crime. Maybe you call nine one one. Maybe you yell out "stop" or whatever. So your attitude, and I'm I'm working towards something here. Your attitude really makes a difference in your perception. So your your attitude changes your perception. Oh, most definitely. And just it's like you were saying, depending on how mad or happy or sad or whatever your view on life that day, whether everything's going perfectly swimmingly or if things are just awful. And that your perception can also in that case of your attitude can rub off on other people and make their day be perceived as terrible as well. Most definitely. Smile goes a long way. Giving someone a smile in the morning could just change their whole Or a hug or kiss your wife before you leave or girlfriend or significant significant other, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) All right. Your expectations can change your perception. When you when you lay out a situation in your head and you've got a preconceived notion of what's going to take place, maybe you're going for a job interview and in your mind you're already there. It's already a no. They're not going to hire you. When you get there, and which I think the majority of that kind of thing is taking place on the internet nowadays, but let's just say old school. You show up to the front door, you're doing some paperwork, and you're thinking the whole time, this is not going to work, they're not going to hire me, I'm underqualified, they don't like me, whatever, I'm too short. I don't uh, know anybody that works I, here. I'm the only one, right? Nobody's going to like me. 
And so you're filling out the paperwork. Here's my name. I really don't want to write it down. Here's my address. I'm just not happy with this. And even if they call you back and be like, hey, you have an opportunity. We, We might hire you. In your mind, you're still, you know, you're, yeah, you're, right. <laughs> your expectation of that job is already super low. So you, you are already a step lower than you ought to be versus you going into the same situation. And in your mind, hey, they're going to hire me. Um, I'm the next one, whatever. Um, and that's, that's me. I'm, I've got that job. You go into that deal with a good perception of what's going to take place you know even if you were not able to get the job either way good mood or or the uh, expectation was low high or low at the end of the day wouldn't you rather go into that with great expectations or is that a letdown i don't know it's just a thought well in both of those in both of the examples for attitude and expectations of say getting the job or whatever you can act differently even though you can perceive something one way but act completely a different way i mean there's people that do it every day like servers at a restaurant can be having a terrible day that's a good example but they're they've changed their attitude they've changed their i won't let me rephrase that i won't say that they changed their attitude but they've put on a front Mm -hmm. like they think everything's okay just because they do that in the restaurant. So that everybody else can perceive. They, they, people do that every, every day. Yep. Every day. They put on a good face and show up to work and, hey, everything's great, but it's not. Difference is in the restaurant, they're working for tips. Yep. <laughs> Everyday life, we're just working. But, I mean, we can, you and I can both use this towards this podcast. Yep. We have our perceptions on how it's going or how it can views. go. I wish or listens <laughs> we we can we can have our perception on yep. not only how this is going but how we want it to go mm-hmm. and i mean we've just got to give it our best and hope for the best no matter what our expectation or attitude is towards it what our perception is what about your interest Do your interest change your perception almost oh, definitely so if you're interested in um Puzzles. Well, uh, puzzles. Do you like puzzles, Chris? I don't, which is why I'm going to change it. I hate puzzles. I have, say I have an interest in a music artist. Yes. And they get in trouble. Shania Twain. Fine, Shania Twain. Say you're in love with Shania Twain. Not in love with her. You just like her music. Let's uh, chill that out. You're in love with her. Don't worry Let's just say her music is good. And say she does, say there's something that happens. Because of your interest, you're going to perceive that she didn't really do it. She didn't really do it. Mm -hmm. It's not something she would do. But then the the video comes out and she was the one who did it. But you would, you, you would keep on that no she really didn't maybe make up excuses for her or something you see that all the time in the Politics. sports industry <laughs> sports industry sports. no that's my guy he you, didn't well, do i mean that. you see you see it everywhere whether mm-hmm. it's in the church whether it's in politics whether it's in sports you see it everywhere people's interests or the people that they like mm-hmm. they perceive them as being better than everyone else or the opposite side or the opposite side i'm i'm not a lebron supporter and so when 
they sing the praises of LeBron, it's hard for me to agree. Although, you know, he's scoring 35 or 9 and 12 rebounds, I'm still like, nah, he couldn't do that in the 90s. <laughs> I'm instantly, because I'm not interested in LeBron James, but he's still scoring. He's still playing at an older age than the majority of the NBA has ever played. So, you know, at the end of the day, when I stop and reflect, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, well, you're, you're not going to get any fight from me on that. I don't like LeBron <laughs> no, either. Him, him, and Jim, I mean, you can yeah, use, you can use anybody. Well, I mean, okay. Here's here's an example you and I both can that we can use because we've had this discussion before. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Uh, you think his career is basically over as a, as a superstar as yes. a superstar running back mm-hmm. and i believe that he can still be it Mm-mm. see we differ on our because of our view on him mm-hmm. my attitude my expectation my interest i think is kind of close to yours on that though but no because uh, i think he still has some superstardom in him but that's mm-hmm. all, that that's just an example yeah of from our own view from where we perceive it he uh um so all these things affect our perception or influence our perception of things our attitude our expectations our interest behavior influence our our perception behavior influence our perception mm-hmm behavior so kind of going along with attitudes behavior and so if you get up in the morning in an ill mood and you're just not nobody's putting you in a good mood you're upset with the dog it's so bad you're kicking the dog on the way out the door it's not a good day your behavior is terrible that's going to influence your perception of of just about everything but you know someone could smile at you at the local store somebody could be real nice to you that morning on a on a phone conversation or something and it could change your whole uh your whole behavior and so your perception could change 180 degrees right there just with someone getting nice with you mr chris i also had wrote down here we you and i and probably 100 percent of the people perceive other people not judge them mind you perceive our perception of others whether whether we we see them every day or maybe it's just a one-time encounter maybe you see a guy walking down the road and maybe your instant perception is he's homeless or he's up to no good or his cars broke down. All these things are probably going through your mind because your perception of this guy, for me, if I see somebody walking down the road early in the morning, is I don't want to run over them. <laughs> Look out. That's the very first one. But then all those other things go through my mind. Do they need help? Are they homeless? You know, Are what? they walking to work? Or are they? Yeah. That's usually way on down the list. Just being honest. Yep. But we... Our perceptions of others is ongoing all the time, all the time. 
our perception of other people in other cars as, as we pass them or if we set at the red light. Um, what's this person over here up to? You know, are they in a good mood? Are they singing? You know, how do we perceive other people? Well, there's videos online on YouTube that I I see them every once in a while. It's guys trying to find girls and trying to pick them up wearing these ratty clothes or with a terrible car or whatever. Hmm. And so the the they make the girls perceive them as though they're just bums that don't have any money, don't try to look good. I haven't heard of this one. Keep going. But then <laughs> but then next thing you know they have a Lamborghini pull Ooh. up or they go in somewhere and change into this real nice clothing mm. and then then the girl sees them like, "Ooh, I, w- I want to be with them. They're because fi- they're trying to find gold diggers, yeah, or they're making making the videos up and just hiring these girls to act this way. But mm. that's your perception of yeah. the stunts, whether they're real or not. Uh, so here's a little something. How can we improve our perception? Do you think you can improve your perception there, Chris? Or why should you? Maybe you ask. Why should I improve my perception, right? Well, we shouldn't perceive... Uh, that's a good question. I, I don't think we should is. perceive the world as a terrible place. No. But there's a lot of times where you can feel like your attitude towards the world is that it's a terrible place. The people are bad. You expect people to be terrible to you. Mm. It just puts you in a bad place and i mean you perceive the world as a terrible horrible no good very bad place and that i mean just the perception on the world as a whole makes you act ways towards certain individuals which doesn't help anything no only hurts so on the list i was working on how to improve one's perception um, such as develop good listening skills. What? You don't know, huh? <laughs> you don't, I guess you, you may know. It's hard to believe as many people do not have good listening skills as they do. Listening to someone is just as important as speaking to someone. Let them have their say and listen to what they say. And then you'll have a chance to talk. That's going to be a hard one, though, because, I mean, you look at everything out in the world these days. That you're told to put yourself first, take care of yourself, do all this for yourself. You're not really, I mean, unless it's for a certain political or sports or religious thing, you're not really told to think about anyone else but yourself. And I, where you are, you do need to take care of yourself. But at the same time, we've, we're a community. we got to take care of each other. But you being a good listener is so important. Well, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. Yes. Is we're, we're told to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So in taking care of yourself, you don't really listen to what other people have to say. You just try to take whatever you feel best is for you. You ever had a conversation with somebody and you just knew they were not listening to you and you could say humpty dumpty fell off the wall 
in the middle of the sentence and they would never recognize it because they weren't listening. Um, when these people show up, and some of them you know already, they don't listen, uh, you just feel like the conversation's already over. There's no sense in saying anything of importance because they're not listening anyway. Why even say anything? So I try personally to listen to someone when they speak. My perception is they have something to say and they're worth listening to. That's a hard one for me because I just. You're a good listener. You listen. You listen. I've got bad hearing, but I try to be a good listener. I mean, your your wife might say say something (laughs) different. Oh, I know for a fact my wife would say something different. You seem to be a good listener. I try. Yeah. But it's it's hard sometimes just because I try to take I try to take care of myself. Do you perceive others not not yourself? Do you perceive others listening to you well or not? On on the whole, you know, for the most part. And you just talking about in everyday life? Yes. Oh, I don't I my perception is people don't really care what I have to say. Wow. Seriously. Well, seriously, because... Lay on the couch. Lay, lay down. Lay down. No. <laughs> lay down. Well, My perception of what you just said is not very good. Well, you should have you should have perceived it as if I was laying down on your yeah. therapist couch. Uh, Where was I? Listening skills. No, you were, let, you were letting me talk. <laughs> yes. And I was listening. Because I said that I perceive that people don't really care what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And that and that's on a that's on a regular basis. That's how you think. That's how I feel majority of the time. Hmm. Just because I mean, whether I go on Facebook and put something out there, or by the way, Facebook's not real life. Yeah, I know. If you get a friend request from me, don't don't accept it. Oh, so I shouldn't have accepted the three people that said they were you. That's I can't even get into my own account. But not not just on Facebook, but, I mean, just even in the real world when I'm out there having, well, I say, say I'm out to dinner with people, mm-hmm. they're in their own conversation, I try mm-hmm. to be a part of it, mm-hmm. they don't really hear me because they're already, they're already in that conversation with somebody else. Right. So. Do you feel in a conversation you're the smaller voice? So to say. Yeah. And you, I mean, like I say, you're you're a good listener. It's not like you tune everybody out. You, I mean, yes, I think you're a good listener. And to me, that's wow. That's like hidden heels over a majority of people. Someone that would listen. Um, so you perceive right off in situations like that that no one really want to hear what I got to say. No one cares what I have to say. But. On the other side of that, do you not think with your perception of they don't really care what I have to say, you're already giving them the authority to not care what you have to say, right? And I guess there's some some truth to that, but at the same time, if people aren't good listeners, then... You have to make them listen. I have to make you listen to me. You have to say, you have to have one, you have to have something to say. Two, you've got to believe that it's worth saying in your, in your mind off, off the get go. You've got to believe. 
is it worth saying and then having to listen to other people give their opinions on what you just said? Yes. It's always worth saying. Always. I wouldn't say it's always worth saying. There's plenty of things out there that are not worth I would rather hear me talk as anybody else. I mean... It's my perception. I know you like to listen to yourself talk. No, but what? No, what I'm getting at though is not everybody has the. Not everybody should have the right to be heard because there's people out there. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Everybody deserves to be heard. Some so so in America, the law is the right to free speech. Mm -hmm. You can talk to your blue in the face to Mm -hmm. a fence post for all I care. Yep, is if you're spouting racist things. If you're sitting there spouting racist things, mm-hmm. you have the right all day yep. to sit there and speak to that fence post or whatever. But mm-hmm. that, to me, you don't have the right to spout those terrible things but, or I mean, be heard. There's consequences for it, what you say. Yeah. You say stupid, then you're going to have to pay for stupid, I think, right? But that goes back to the point of not everybody has the right, not everybody should have the right to be heard. I'm, that's up to the listener whether they have the right to be heard or not. And then there goes with people uh, not listening very good because they think everybody <laughs> everybody's just spouting terrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, good listening skills. That's one way we can improve our perception. Another way is to be aware of stereotypes. What does that mean, you say? I didn't say that. I don't know what a stereotype is. I think you were I think it was in your mind. I was reading your mind. Please, I've got that ES, I've head. got that ESPN. Please get out of my head. <laughs> um be aware of stereotypes. So um this is to help improve your perception of others. How can you improve your perception? And one is to be aware of stereotypes so if you know that for instance if you know people perceive in your neighborhood the confederate flag to be racist you know that's that's a thing so why would you why would you um have it in your yard unless you just want to upset folks um you know it's history it's not hate right they perceive it as their property Mm -hmm. and they can fly it if they feel like it. they perceive it as something that's not a hateful symbol or they might i wonder that though is it is it on the flagpole because they do want their history shown or is it to where they want the um, writer's by to be upset. I, I uh, wonder. That majority of the time, I think it, people fly the Confederate flag just to piss people off. That's, well, for that's, lack that, of better that's words, my perception. I yeah. think you're right. Well, you just need to be aware of that. But that therein lies the my perception of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, so if me and you agree on something then that has to be the way everybody else thinks, right? No. No. But at least you and I see eye to eye. 
Um, the last well, a lot of people try to hang out with a bunch of people. Most people try to hang out with other people that have the same perceptions on life as them. Majority of people don't go like you don't see a Christian and a Satanist hanging out all the time because they don't they don't perceive the world the same. I mean, right. they they can hang out. That's why I said most. Mm-hmm. And that I think it's very healthy to hang out with uh, people of different views. Yes, thank you not listening but talking okay you could say it I'm just kidding. no but i mean yeah i think it's very healthy but you're right majority of people want to be with what people who believe think look just like themselves people who perceive the world the same they do. same way and that's easy that is easy that to is do. easy mm-hmm. the hard thing is finding finding Things that you agree with or people that you agree with on some things, but the majority of things you don't agree with. Mm -hmm. You know what the Bible says? It's easy to love those just like you. It's easy to love those that love you, right? But you got to love those that hate you. (laughs) And that's the hard part. That's that's why everybody don't do it. People that want (laughs) to see you die. Um. So, a good way to improve your perception is self-reflection. Think about that for a second. Self-reflection. Spend time alone. Understand who you are. This will give you a great perception of others. So, when you sit down at night to reflect on your day, what's went on today, this week, um, and maybe you have a prayer time, maybe you have a time with the family, and you get to reflect on, okay, Tuesday of this week, I cursed someone out. I shouldn't have, but I did. No, you shouldn't have. No, you should hurt my feelings. <laughs> Got him. Or Wednesday, I yelled at somebody for running a red light. There again, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> you need to straighten up. I do. <laughs> but if we reflect on our good and our bad uh, individually, I believe that that will give our perception of others an opportunity. Uh, preconceived, like like I said originally, if you went into the Circle K ill because maybe you didn't have self-reflection, maybe it's just evil, bad, negative, all this is going on. And so when you... When you sit down at night, afternoon, early morning, whenever it happens, and reflect on yourself and how you can improve, how you can can do better than you did last week, Um, I think this not only helps you, but it helps others. It helps the way you perceive others by improving you, which is kind of what you were talking about earlier-ish. Um, Chris, I was I had an idea there. That is, people's people react to their own perceptions. Yes. Example: If 
someone believes their wife is an adulterer, in their mind, she already is, right? In their mind, whether she did or not. But it's in their mind. Their perception is she has laid with another man. I guess you could say that. I just did. I just... My problem is perception versus reality. Mm-hmm. You can't... The reality to that, though, is maybe she didn't. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. But if you set it up in your head as she did, how do you get away from your own mind? That's a good question, because, I is. mean, I mean, every, everybody for. has problems with that these days. Mm-hmm. Whatever's in their head is what they believe is true, mm-hmm. and nothing else can be... Nothing else can be... Uh, different than what they believe. So if you perceive that your children are drinking beer, maybe you don't have any concrete evidence, but it's in your mind. Would you, and I'm, I know your kids are way too young for this, but you can imagine in the future, maybe you perceive them to have done something and nobody can tell you any different. It's just that's the way it is because it's in your mind that way. And they're telling you, I didn't do it, Dad. Wasn't me. No, wasn't me. The old Eddie Murphy effect, you know. Wasn't me. I didn't do it. Not me. Not the kid. Mm-mm, well, I mean, me. there's that song uh, by uh, Shaggy. That's what it is. Shaggy? Got, I mean, wasn't me. I mean, that, that I entire that song. from Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that entire song wasn't is me? him saying, oh, what you saw wasn't me. Mm-hmm. You caught you, you caught this person doing it. It wasn't me, yep. even though it really was them. Yep. Or, so, in every, or everybody that's in prison. Oh, I didn't commit this crime. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. It yep. was that other guy down the road. Because I think you can talk yourself into or out of a lot of things, you know, in your, in your mind. Um, I didn't do it. I really didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. After so much time of that, you didn't do it, but you did do it, right? Well, not only that, but I mean, you can change your perception as, oh, I did it, but I did it for the right reasons. What I did for the right reasons wasn't wrong. Right. You talked yourself into, uh, I ran that stop stoplight because it changed from yellow to red too fast, Right. It shouldn't have been set that quick. That's just set to get people a ticket. So I've convinced myself, even if you're not 100 yards up the road, you've convinced yourself you had a reason to run that red light. Oh, I'm late to work. I'm just going to run through this red light real quick. I'm not going to stop at the stop sign. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not going to follow the uh, speed limit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go as fast as I need to to get to where I need to on time. That's your perception, and you've talked yourself into it. We make ex- we make excuses so that we can perceive like we haven't done anything wrong, even though reality might be you done everything wrong. wrong. <laughs> you done it all wrong. And I'm I'm not saying that I don't do that. I'm I'm very guilty of that myself. Yeah, I've seen you driving. Shut up. <laughs> everybody, so everybody is uh, guilty of changing their perception to make them feel better, even though reality is they've done wrong. So what if you know someone whose perception is off, always off? Everybody has a day. But what if someone you know, a friend, loved one, 
a hated one, a coworker, whatever it is. What if you know someone's perception is just off all the time? Don't get maybe me, don't get me started on politics here. <laughs> let's let's stay closer to home than Washington D.C. No, and, it's it's not Washington D.C. I mean, mm-hmm. thing. I, it's every state that don't agree with me. No, it, no. Yeah. Yeah, kind of is. That's my perception. My perception is is abortion's wrong. There's Mm -hmm. people out there that don't think it's wrong. They Mm -hmm. don't. They don't perceive it as a child dying. Right. Uh. They perceive that you can change your gender, Mm -hmm. even though then you can. It's not even though myself Mm -hmm. and science has said that you can't really do that. Right. And that's your perception. Well, that's that's why I threw in there my perception and science, so they agree with each other. You had to throw science in there, didn't you? Yep. So my question was, what if you know someone's perception is always off? What do you do? Call them a Democrat. Do you confront them? Question mark. Not these days. These days, if somebody wants to be wrong, just let them live. Or do you comment on their lack of perception, of good perception? Because they got a perception one way or another but it's just constantly bad it's just do you say something to them maybe once or twice but if they don't if they want to live in their delusion you can't really stop them unless they're hurting somebody yeah and i guess by having a expectation or perception is not really hurting anybody per se but um yeah. Do you think our perception defines who we are? Definitely. It the the way you perceive the world is it the way you perceive the world sh- tells how do I how do I say this? With your mouth. Shut up. <laughs> Not with your feet. Well, Not with your ears. Your mouth. So, when you when you perceive the world a certain way, you act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so people will be able to tell how you perceive things by the way you act. Mm-hmm. You're an outward reaction of your perception. Took me a minute to get there, but I got there. You did get there. So you're saying if you perceive a... Um, I really don't want to talk about politics. I just don't. I don't enjoy it. I don't like my side or the other side or the middle side or I just don't like talking about it. Well, they're, they're we're going to think, get a little bit off topic here and yeah. I'll probably have to cut it out. Okay. It but when it comes to politics, you kind of have to talk about it at some point because politics, when it, when it comes from the national, national or even local, it, affects you whether it's uh them saying that oh you have to have some gay pride flag in your window if we don't stand up for what we believe in last episode then they're just going to run all over us if we don't stand up and fight for it and try to change other people's minds your perception? My perception is is if we allow people 
to go out there and believe things that are not correct just to make them feel better about something, it's going to cause us to be in a very bad place. As a country? As human beings. Mm. I mean, we're we're already seeing ramifications from this transgender stuff. People didn't really speak up and do anything until it started affecting a lot of people. I mean, there, there are, there are children that are of the, at the youngest, I think they've found is nine years old are nine year olds that will never be able to have kids. Okay. Say, well, what about say, 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 do you know how good sex feels? There are, there are children now that when they become of age to do that, will not have any sensation from it. Literally, uh, that kid jazz from that, uh, TLC show. I am jazz. It's a boy that they've let shares shares daughter. No Hmm. jazz is a kid that from the age of three, they've raised him to be a girl. Hmm. Well, when she turned, I think it was 20 or 21 got him the surgery to get rid of his testicles and his penis Hmm. and create a fake vagina. Hmm. All that. I mean, other than making them feel like a girl, Mm-hmm. Even though they're not, all that is is a hole for a guy to stick his penis inside of. He's not gonna get any. He's not gonna get any uh, relief or a uh, endorphin sensation from that because there's no nerve endings in it. It's literally just a bunch of skin that they've sewn together to make a hole for a man to get pleasure out of. So your perception is they should not have went through with all that. They as in... The mother, uh, the father, the... Caretaker in the beginning, and then adult as that came to pass. You're you're saying that... My perception is they they should have gotten the child help with their body dysmorphia from somebody that's not wanting to just cut up the child's body. Mm. Should have had... Should should have... uh, Psychologically, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Worked it out somehow. Before, I think it was before 2020 or 2019. One of those years, the, the disease was literally called body dysmorphia. And because it became so prominent and so politically... Correct. Body dysmorphia got turned into trans transgender, and now the problem isn't that they want to get rid of or add things to their body. It's that they don't feel like they're in the right body, so they have to change their body. So, do you perceive again what we're talking about? Perception. 
do you perceive that if someone changes their makeup or guy becomes a girl in looks in looks only or girl becomes a guy ever which way i was just going to use one for an example so you would see that situation now what if nobody ever said anything about it and you just saw a guy walking down the road you know like we talked about earlier maybe you're on your way to work guy walking down the road hey how you doing you didn't know anything about anything you're perceiving that guy. Maybe he's walking to work. Maybe he's homeless. Maybe his car's broke down. Um, so if you never knew anything about any of that, but still people are dressing like the opposite sex, trying to go out with the same sex. I don't even know how all that works. Okay. Um, if all that's going on and you don't know the ins and outs of it, you would not have a pers- perspective, pers- perception, perception on it, right? You'd just be like, "Yeah, we're just regular folks. Nobody's any different. Well, Nobody's I mean, changed." We for forever was cross dressers. Mm-hmm. There were uh, drag queens, stuff mm-hmm. like that, but they weren't saying that they're not a man they were just saying that i like to wear these clothes Mm -hmm. now we're having people say that oh you have to accept me and i believe that i'm a whatever whatever but do you think that's actually that's that's the message is i was a woman now i'm a man you have to accept me that's literally the message you think that's not really how I see it. but Well, you're also not very political like me. No. I'm not very... I, I don't get into politics. I listen to po- political things because politics is starting to affect children. I mean, that's why the whole transgender thing actually got real big was because, I mean, they're starting to force kids to... Uh, accept transgenderism and gay pride and all this other stuff they're forcing on our kids and i mean in all honesty if it wasn't if they did not force this on the kids and it stayed a thing for adults only that i don't think it would be as big of a deal it would still be a deal but it wouldn't be as big of a deal just because it's adults doing adult things can be in a Adults can do adult things and whatever. Okay. When you start involving children, that's that's when people start getting angry. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's I started listening to politics back before Trump got in office. But I really didn't start, like, really wanting to get my voice out until they started coming out with the things, the books in the schools and what teachers are telling kids about how uh, they were telling kids sexual things without the parents knowing and it wasn't until COVID when... But do you think that's rampant? you think that's just very small individual type instances? No, I think it's... I I don't think it's like 
fully nationwide, but I still think it's a big thing. Mm. I mean, here in our area, they found books in uh, elementary schools that was showing kids how to perform oral on each other. Mm. That doesn't need to be anywhere around any school. No. But, you know, for years I heard, I've heard from the church I attend, oh, they've they've took Jesus out of school. They've took Jesus out of school. Well, when my kids went through middle school, what was in their books? Jesus. They was teaching Christianity at public schools. They didn't do it when I was in the same school. So, you know, for all the negative that we hear, there is positive going on. And for me, that's a positive. Um, I'm going to imagine for somebody out there having Jesus taught in school is not a good thing. And, you know, all I can do is what I can do. So they also teach other religions as well. But Christianity is taught in middle schools, public middle schools. I think that's a great thing. Just one or multiple? Multiple. You're I know of as of a county, it's taught. I can't say about statewide. I'm guessing, but I, I know as of a county, it's taught. No, because when I was in middle and <clears> high <throat> school, we didn't. We didn't either. And so. And I know that, well, I know of multiple people going to public school that they didn't have Christianity taught to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of that, I believe, has to do with the teacher and how it's taught. So when you're, and I forget how, maybe it's taught like history or I forget. It's well, been a minute. almost everything. And so they're also teaching other religions as well. So depending on the teacher, how long they're going to stay on each section, that could, that could have a lot to do with it. Their yeah. perception of what they want to get across. I mean, even atheists have to somehow believe i mean this country was founded on judeo-christian values but was it it was you're right your perception not really because thou shalt thou shalt not kill is why murder is i mean that's that's pretty easy one now think about is it, it though i mean there's it really is there's cannibalistic tribes and but we're Africa. not there we're, we're not, not there we're right here um your per, your perception if uh, i told you you're that innocent not till proven that, guilty that 2023 chevrolet truck is ugly your perception could be hey that thing looks awesome right right and your view can be that thing looks ugly right how do I, when you say that, oh, that thing looks looks awesome. I love it. What goes through my mind? If I thought it was the ugliest thing ever, I'll, I'll use the 2023 Honda Accord. Okay, good, because I thought you were going to use me as an example. <laughs> All right, so the 2023 Honda Accord, <laughs> um, I think, looks awesome. I love it. It looks great. You might see it and be like, eh, it's a car. It's, it's okay. Or, or it's, the thing's ugly. They've made better, you know, 20 years ago or something. And so in my mind, I'm, I'm using cars because it doesn't hurt anybody's feelings. 
Um, but in my mind, I instantly go to a place that's like, well, he don't, he don't think like I do. What's what's up with him? You know. And I'm hey, I'm an easygoing guy. For somebody to agree with me, not agree with me, really doesn't bother me. It's okay. You've got an opinion. I've got an opinion. We're all good. So when you say that car is ugly or, you know, give its give its faults, I'm not really going to be upset. But instantly when that, when that's said, I'm like, well, he's, he's, he's different than me, you know, and you can go on and use other things other than cars. But, you know, you, you might talk about new computers or something new, you don't know anything, about something I know nothing about. I turn them on and they work. We're good. If they don't work, I don't like them. So you're saying whenever I tell you all the cool things about my computer, you don't, don't care? I know a little bit enough, you know, perception, Chris. Perception. My perception of you interrupting me is not good. I'm sorry. Okay. Not really. Happens. I know. I'm cool. My perception is I'm cooler than you. Mm. It might be the wrong one, but... Let me ask you this. When you're sitting in a church setting okay. and you're hearing the pastor preach. Preacher. Preach. And maybe you perceive what he's saying is not exactly what you think. Do you instantly shut down and quit listening? Or do you give him an opportunity? you got to give him an opportunity well, to explain. Uh, really? You know, what we said earlier, half the people aren't listening to other people anyway. True. So you would think in a church setting, maybe when the preacher says something you don't necessarily agree with, um, that maybe you shut down just everything else. He says, I'm not listening. He don't know what he's talking about. His perception's off. Maybe, right? Yeah. But you said you give him the opportunity. I would, come, but I know I know there's plenty of people out there though that once something's said that they don't agree with or that makes them mad, they shut down mm-hmm. and give the person no count anymore. Yep, been there and done that. <laughs> I mean, that happens in the real world, but I mean, yes. you would think that in the church it wouldn't mm-hmm. be that bad. But you let a waitress forget to fill your sweet tea up at the right time and watch what happens. <laughs> your perception of her has just went down. I mean, you have the people all day that uh, if somebody out in the real world does something wrong to them. What's the opposite of that? Someone in the world does something wrong to them? No, the real world. The, the, weir- the, real, the opposite of the real world is the your un- perception. The unreal world. No, because it's... I hate you. The difference is, it, it's like whenever you're listening to people talk about something that happened, you have such as say okay, say like in a. Uh, are you a, eavesdropping, or you're in the no, conversation? In a, go in a court battle. Okay. Someone is suing someone else because something happened. You listen to the plaintiff. You listen to the defendant. And the thing is, is the judge has to figure out what actually happened from their views. Because 
what they say happened and what they said happened more than likely isn't what really happened. Mm-hmm. But there's things that both of them have said that can kind of, you can try to figure out what actually happened. So therein lies you have one person's view, one person's view, and the real world. What if the person that's actually not guilty of anything, they're just not a good storyteller? God bless them, man. So if someone is in the middle of a a situation, judge and jury kind of thing, plaintiff, defendant, and they're just not a good storyteller. And maybe the other person is a good storyteller. So is that, I guess that's why we have lawyers. Is that person going to be found guilty just because they can't tell a good story? Even though they're, let's say, not guilty. I mean, there's plenty of people that are guilty just because people view the world like that's the whole thing about jury selection is you're trying to find people that will agree with you on most things. Mm-hmm. And so you're not looking for people that will find the truth. You're just trying to find people that think the same or believe the same things. Because mm-hmm. people, everybody sees the world a different way mm-hmm. and they don't. You want Most, people that look at it like you do. Yeah, you don't like You don't do. really care if they see the law as it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Just want them to look at it like you do. Yeah. Mm. It, well, I, like uh, the case in New York with uh, the guy that choked out the black guy on the subway. Mm. The guy, The black guy he choked out was going around telling people he was going to kill them and all this other stuff. And he, mm. the guy that's being charged thought that the best thing to do is subdue the man. Mm-hmm. And he, so he put him in a chokehold. Uh, they let him up. They put him in the uh, recovery position. He was still breathing. And it wasn't until he was on his way to the hospital that he died. Mm. Well, since it happened in New York... And a lot of New Yorkers think the same. It's highly unlikely that this guy is going to get off on the charges, even though. Let me let me ask you this. Okay. So the guy that got choked out and killed. Okay. So the perception. The perception was that he was going around telling folks. Is that right? No, the perception isn't that he was go. That that's the thing though. Reality is. Okay. He was going around and threatening, threatening. to kill people. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. No. Okay. The the guy who's been arrested stepped up and killed. subdued him from being able to do anything until the authorities got there. Mm-hmm. And so this went to court? He's going to court now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just... So after it happened... He went in with the police, and they let him go. Well, mm-hmm. the uh, district attorney for that area is a I'm trying to think of a word I want to say. Lawyer. He is a lawyer. 
attorney. He is an attorney with practicing attorney views that I don't really think are good for our country or but, even that city. And he's decided that 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 the man who subdued the guy that died deserves to be put in prison for murder. But that'll be up to a jury. Yes, and because of where the jury is at, he's probably not going to get a trial of people that agree that what he did was wrong. You know, I find that amazing. That, Or what same, he did was right. Same situation. You could have, um, ever how many jurors you have that think like you or not could tell whether you spend the rest of your life in jail or not another day or killed or you're free. That's, that's amazing for me to think about that. It's all about jury selection. That's, that's every court Mm. battle. But I mean, what, where do you, where do we go if we can't trust the community around us? Yeah. Leave it up to a computer. A computer doesn't know everything. No. No, I guess we just try to stay out of those situations. Best way we can. Do you um, do you remember the Rodney King episode back in the ninety 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 one something? Wasn't Rodney King where they he was a truck driver? No, no, he was driving a Yugo. I don't know what some mean. little car, nothing car. They pulled him out and beat him, him to out. death. Yeah, well, he lived. He didn't oh, he kill lived. him. Didn't kill him. Mm-mm. But the officers who were responsible for that were acquitted, and then that causes the LA riots and a mess. Yep. So perception is everything. How you pre- like when that happened, there were people that were tried to at the water cooler kind of thing, you know, water cooler talk, that 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 was legit, that he deserved it. They, they should have drug him out of his car and kicked him and hit him and in handcuffs, you know. That, 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 was a, that was a necessary thing. Their perception was that it was okay. But, you know. It wasn't right. <laughs> there's nothing right but, about but, it. But that's where, that's where I come in with. Everybody has their perception, but then there's the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could you could have, I guess, talked yourself into. Well, Joe said it was okay, so maybe I agree with Joe because Joe's the boss, and you know he's got all the money, or. And so I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, he deserved it. He was speeding. He was drunk. He needed to be kicked and whipped and. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of times our perception is what who we perceive to be a higher-up person in the community, and you're just going to go along with them because they know more than I know. They're smarter than I am, your perception says, which is or, not right at all. Or reality can just be that they're willing to stand up and fight for something they believe in, and you're just you're a just, follower. You're, you're just going along. That's and we've got... We've got millions of people in this country that that's the exact way that they are. Some people's personality just lead them to be a follower. 
it's going to be very difficult for them to get out of that. Their mindset. personality leads them mm-hmm. to be a follower. Yes. It's going to be very difficult for them to be anything else. Yep. Because it's very comfortable to be a follower. Yeah, because when you're a follower, what, what can they get mad at you for? You're right. It's you're always just, their fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that. Oh, yeah. Perception's everything, Chris. Or is it? It's not really everything. We, I mean, I've heard that saying my whole life. Perception yep. is everything. And That's the, why I but said But the it. problem of the matter is perception is not everything. You need it's to, a lot. We need to look at reality. We've got, we have too many people right now that are stuck in their own perception. And stuck not, in the mud. And not paying attention to reality. And that's just going to lead us further and further away from goodness yeah being good but i guess that's a perception thing too being good and bad because everybody perceives what is good good and what's bad yeah you're right all right well we'll try to do this again another time yes we will have a good one